Under the Controlled Substances Act and Corollary State Law, the growth, trafficking, sale, possession, or consumption of psychedelics may be a felony punishable by imprisonment, fines, forfeiture of property, or some combination thereof. Psychedelical X is for general information only. Information provided on the show does not constitute legal advice, nor does your listening to the show create an attorney-client relationship with the host. Hello, I'm attorney Gary Smith, and I want to welcome you to another episode of Psychedelic Alex, The Law of Psychedelics, my ongoing exploration of the question of the law of psychedelics. All right, so I was going to do another episode of What's in the Box, but I don't have a box. Instead, I've got a, an envelope, so it's a What's in the Envelope. But let me hold that up close to the screen. You can take a close look and see if there's a hint there. And you might have noticed there are a bunch of toads stamped on the face of the envelope. So um, let me hold it sideways, though. You'll see um, it's way, way too thin for uh, toads to be in the envelope, so nobody mailed me a toad. Rather, the second best thing to being mailed a toad... By the way, never mail a toad. That would be bad. <laughs> All right. Inside the envelope is something I've been waiting for. I've been looking for it for a few years, but it's been a collector's item and it finally came up on reprint, courtesy of Hamilton Morris. And it is a reprint of the 1984 classic, Bufal Various, The Psychedelic Toad. And I think this is now um, as a reprint in its third reprint, um, but yeah, it was originally published under a pseudonym by a guy named Almost, 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 get it, uh, Albert Most. Uh, that's not his real name, but uh, back in 1984, he published this originally as kind of a guide to the Sonoran Desert Toad. And this kind of kicked off the modern popularity of 5-MeO-DMT, which is part of the toad venom uh, mixed in with bufotoxin. Um, but this, this is not exclusively the, the kickoff to the DMT craze itself, but specifically the 5-MeO, and in turn made the toad more popular than ever before. And it includes uh, descriptions of, well, here, I'll just read the index to you. Um, actually, there is no index. So there's a preface now. Uh, part one describes, here, hold that up, you can take a peek. Part one describes the regions of the toad and, and a little bit of the biology. Uh, it's got illustrations. There's a fun toad picture you can see. And then we get into the descriptions of the DMT. And then part two talks about the toad venom itself. So there's a whole chapter on extracting venom from the toads and how to go about that and what to expect from a DMT trip. And then there's a bunch of recommended reading. There's a list of other books you can get. And then there's just some science nitinoid facts at the back, including descriptions of the different types of tryptamines and specifically the types of dimethyltryptamines. Anyway, this is um, just a really cool collector's item. It's got some information that's pretty useful, 
But I do want to emphasize, don't, don't go hunting the toad. And I also want to point out that the um, publishers of the book, um, it's an outfit known as CREAM, C-R-E-A-M. It's an acronym because there's periods between these. But they are, they, the publishers are based right here out of Tucson, Arizona, which I didn't know that. So they're local to me, so that's cool. Uh, but they also included with the pamphlet a little, eh, I guess it's a bookmark. Um, and I agree with them. It's a nice sentiment that they chose to include this bookmark. And it says specifically, leave toads alone. And I agree. Don't go looking for these toads. Don't go messing with them. If you must have DMT, there are other ways to get that other than molesting a toad. And, and the problems are the toad is... I don't know if it actually literally enjoys endangered species status or threatened species status, but I do understand that it's heading in that direction. Its environment is threatened because of human encroachment and, and uh, environmental changes, including climate change, uh, to the point where they used to be found quite regularly in Southern California, and you just don't find them there anymore. Uh, so that's a problem. So their numbers are diminishing, and unfortunately, because psychedelics are kind of on a popularity upswing, uh, the niches of things like people wanting to find toads is also on the upswing. But I'm saying leave them alone. They already have enough challenges and threats to their survival. They don't need idiots going through and grabbing them and squeezing them or dropping them and harming them. Get your DMT elsewhere. Worship the toad from afar. Or if you really truly must, go get licensed and become a toad breeder and breed your own if you must. But... Really, there are other sources. But in any event, if you want to get hold of this pamphlet or want to know more, you can find it online. Again, it's the Bufo Alvarius, the Psychedelic Toad of the Sonoran Desert, originally published by Al Most, now by Ken Nelson with uh, support by Hamilton Morris. So there you go. Uh, it's a fun read, and I'm glad I have a copy. Take care. Have a question about psychedelics and the law? You're welcome to submit them. Please send your questions to admin at psychedelicalex.com. Submission of questions is not an assurance that they will be used on the show. Also, please be aware that neither the submission of a question nor a response creates an attorney-client privilege between you and the show's host, nor does an answer constitute legal advice. Information provided is for general purposes only. If you need legal counsel, you should hire competent counsel in your community. Thank mm-hmm. you.